0: This is a podcast from Forum Media. This is Connor Locke coming back with the fourth episode of the Clutter and Dissonance podcast. The Clutter and Dissonance podcast is dedicated to showcasing new and exciting music in both the local and national and international scenes. Thank you to the Forum for hosting this podcast, as they always do, and let's get going. As the year wraps up, I want to take these last two monthly episodes to talk about some of my favorite music that came out. And in this episode, I specifically want to talk about music local to Salt Lake City that came out this year that I was really interested in and I think is worth mentioning. So let's get started. I'm going to divide this podcast into three broad categories. The first being drone ambient noise music, the second electronic music, and the last one pop and rock music just for ease of sequencing. And so let's start in the drone ambient and noise section with a local group called Hoofless, which is Hallie Jean, Michael Nebucher, and David Payne. Hoofless do not officially have a studio album out. They just have a whole bunch of live recordings, and I've seen them play live a good number of times in the last year, and they're just one of the greatest groups working in Salt Lake City, in my opinion. They're totally unique. They have this trio setup of cello, violin, and drums, and they perform these long drone compositions that go through many different parts and these huge crescendos and these huge climaxes and then they'll kind of move into these sections where the cello player, Hallie Jean, she sings also. She has this really gorgeous kind of Bjork style way of singing is how I always heard it and definitely if you find yourself with the opportunity, go see one of their shows because they're really awesome, emotional, powerful, you can really get lost in their music. And like I said, they don't have any albums that were polished and recorded in a studio, but I'm gonna play an untitled single from their April 21st concert at Diabolical Records it's really awesome. You'll hear this huge swell and everything gets louder and louder and it becomes noisier and noisier. The group loops their instruments on top of each other and then it all slowly just dies down and forms this really pretty chord progression and it has some of Hoofless's least abstract lyrics. There's kind of a tangible emotion and message behind these which is part of what I think makes it so awesome. So here is the untitled single from April 21st, 2017 by Hoofless. again, the untitled single from Hoofless on April 21st. I just think they have one of the most unique sounds and styles with the voice and the instruments. It's out there, but I think they commit to it so much and do such a good job of writing for their limited instrumentation that it really pays off. So that's Hoofless. Check them out. They have a Bandcamp page. And that's something I should also bring up. There won't be a Spotify playlist for this podcast because a lot of local music is self-released and kind of just put out by the artists themselves, so it doesn't really wind up on Spotify or other streaming services quite as much, but all of this stuff can be found on Bandcamp. That's where I'm accessing it all, and that's a great way to check out all this music. So look at Hoofless and look at the rest of the artists if they interest you. Moving on in our ambient drone section with an artist named Sympathy Pain. Sympathy Pain put out their second full-length album this year. It's called Tangled Molten Skull. And what I want to play is the title track. The album itself is really great. It's really by-the-books ambient music, but in a really awesome way. It hits all the boxes that good ambient drone music should hit. You know, it's pretty... But there's this ugliness to it and the repetition that kind of just helps you get lost in it. And this specific track I want to play, like I said, the title track, Tangled Molten Skull, is a degenerative track. I really get that William Basinski vibe from this. It starts out with this very pretty piano line that's kind of buried behind some static and some noise. And as this 12 or 13 minute track goes on, the noise just starts to overtake the piano. And Within that, you'll start to get these really interesting sounds, as with each second and as the drone overtakes the music part of this more and more, you get new sounds, you get new harmonies built within this static, and you can tell that this was something that Sympathy Pain is purposefully doing, and I think they do a really good job of it, because there are some moments where just the harmony and the sound collision here is so pretty that I don't know, it's kind of beyond words because it's such minimal, such sparse music, but I think it's really gorgeous and the rhythms and the harmonies that come out of this degenerative type of composition are really cool. So here is Tangled Molten Skull by Sympathy Pain. molten skull by sympathy pain that is from the album of the same name which i do encourage fans of ambient music to check out because it's kind of cool the way the album is set up there's some longer tracks that are more in the style of the one i played with the kind of long repetitive slowly shifting things but then there are some shorter ones that act almost as, I don't want to say interludes, because they are substantive on their own, but they kind of break up these longer ones, and it creates a really good flow. I think this album, compared to Sympathy Pains first, I think is much more cohesively sequenced. There's a lot more thought into how it flows as one experience, which is really cool. It makes Tangled Molten Skull really great to sit down and really listen to and digest. Moving on, after that, to an artist named Lucid Sounddriver, which is the moniker of Jack Murphy. Lucid Sounddriver, I've been keyed into his music for the last year, year and a half or so, and a very productive and prolific artist. Murphy puts out multiple albums a year, and there's a ton of mixes and stuff. He's very busy, which is awesome, because I really do enjoy his music. I think... If I had to compare it to a more national artist, I would say 2814 is probably a big influence on the Lucid sound driver, because all of Jack Murphy's albums under this name come with these extended stories as liner notes that you're supposed to read in order to prep yourself to listen to the album, and I guess the albums are supposed to act as a sort of soundtrack to these stories that he writes and you know 2814 definitely did that and a slew of ambient vaporwave artists too and it's a very complex thing doing that because on one hand it can enhance the music but on the other hand it can also sublimate the music to something less than the words but I think Lucid Sounddriver albums do a very good job of mediating that, and the story will inform the music just as much as the music informs the story. And that is the case on this album, The Sky From Our Rooftop. Like I said, Jack Murphy puts out many albums under the Lucid Sounddriver name, and this one is the one that stuck out to me the most, especially this opening track, Rain Against Your Skin. If you're so inclined, go read the story for The Sky From Our Rooftop. It deals in lost youth, nostalgia for the past, feeling conflicted about one's personality. It's it's pretty interesting, and this first track is supposed to soundtrack the character standing on the roof and letting the rain fall against them as they submit to all their fears and the world around them, is at least how I interpreted it. And the track is based around this one really pretty, what almost sounds like a toy piano riff. And Murphy does such a good job of conjuring this mood of nostalgia for your youth and feeling like you've gotten away from something good. It's very pretty music, it's very cute music, but there's also something incredibly sad about it, and especially as... The track goes on and it fades into a more arrhythmic, ambient drone section. It really hits on this emotion, and I think it's very powerful and can really overtake the listener, and it meshes with the story in such a perfect way, and so here is Rain Against Your Skin by Lucid Sounddriver. Okay, Rain Against Your Skin by Lucid Sounddriver, one of the best ambient artists and kind of vaporwave-influenced artists I've found around Salt Lake City. And there's a pretty good chance that between the time I'm recording this podcast and when it's put out on the Forum SoundCloud page that he might put out some new music. So keep checking up on him because ton of music and it's all really interesting. One more track in our ambient drone noise section, I want to shout out uh, an artist named Faint Worship, who kind of very anonymous on their Bandcamp page, so it's, it's tough to tell who this artist might be, but this is a track they put out this year of a few things that they released, it's called Understanding a Bruised Liver. And from what I gather, this is a track that Faint Worship had sitting around or created. And an artist named Wirephobia, who is from Iraq, edited it and remixed it or something. And what they come up with is this track that's on the Faint Worship Bandcamp page. And this is harsh, harsh, harsh noise. It's really aggressive. It's really loud. This is the kind of music that some people aren't really into because they think it sounds like broken kitchen appliances or whatever, you know, there's all those jokes about noise music, but when you kind of listen in, and it's tough to tell, you know, in this setting what's faint worship's doing and what's wire phobia's doing, but still, the collaboration that the two came together on, there is some really nuanced stuff in here, and it's an extremely varied track. There are a lot of different sections and a lot of different sounds, and really sitting back and you can kind of pick it apart. There's some really interesting things that they're doing by contrasting high and low sounds, really full sounds with more thin sounds of noise, and that's really crucial when you're working in this genre. I mean, when most of your sound is just going to be static, you're stuck with this problem of what to do to not make it just five minutes of the same static over and over again, and I think this is a really great example of that, of how you can take what seems like such a limiting and one dimensional sound, and makes something really deep and really varied. So, here is Understanding a Bruised Liver by Fate Worship and Wire Phobia. Understanding a Bruised Liver by Faint Worship and Wirephobia. Check out both those artists. They both have a plethora of material outside of just this one track. And Faint Worship actually put out another full-length in 2017 called Heavy-Handed Premonition that I did enjoy a lot. It's got some more quieter, ambient stuff on it, along with the harsh noise. So check that out if that interests you at all. And that's going to be it for the more low-key, drone-based tracks, I'm going to move into some more upbeat electronic music and dance music. First, I want to start with an artist named Moonanite, whom that's the moniker of Andrew Aguilera, and from his new release EP3. This EP as a whole, and this track in particular, were, to me, a huge step forward for Moonanite. His earlier music, while very good, was kind of more low-key IDM, Boards of Canada kind of influence stuff, and I think there's a lot of new sounds for the artist on this EP, and this track especially shows that. It's called Lulzin', and it's a lot more emotive and a lot more subdued than a lot of other Moon Knight material, and it has less percussion, less of a driving rhythm behind it, but to make up for that, the keyboard production here is a lot more nuanced, and he uses that to drive the track in the absence of traditional percussion and maybe other stuff like that, and so what you get is just this incredibly detailed, very fine-tuned production. There are such small things that Aguilera does that I think have a huge effect on the track, just like opening up a filter on a synthesizer or, or adding the slightest little line and that's what I really think makes EP3 the most successful Moon and Knight EP thus far, is that ability to use less and create something huge out of it, and I hope you get that sense of just grandiosity out of Lulzin, even though it sounds so minimal. So here is that track, Lulzin. By Check out the rest of his work, and he has associations with Hell Audio, which I know I've shouted out on this podcast before, but I'll say it again, because they put out so much good music, even though 2017 was a pretty quiet year for the label, hopefully it comes back and there's more great Salt Lake City-based dance music. Okay, moving on to something much more aggressive, uh, Plexos, from the... Plexos 01 is the name of the track. Plexos is an artist named Matthew Barnes, who has a little bit of music out in the past few years, but this year, he started his own label called Lost Dad Records, and this is a release from it and from a series that I assume he's intending to continue called Stop Playing It Safe, and the idea behind it is to stop making safe, boring techno. So the track I want to play, like I said, is the first track to be put out in this series, and it's just called Plexos 1. And this is such fun dance music. It's really rhythmic and disorienting, and as it just keeps going, it gets louder, and there are more instruments, and the drumbeat gets heavier, and it just builds and builds and builds, and that's, that's how I like my techno to be you know if you're gonna go into techno you might as well make it as hard and as aggressive as you can and this this goes for it i mean it just hits you so hard and it just is really enjoyable on a physical level not really academic music or anything and it's difficult to talk about it sometimes because when you just listen you just feel so much pleasure from the beat structure and the chord progression. So I'll just let the Plexos 1 track from Stop Playing It Safe go. So here it is. from Stop Playing It Safe. Definitely check out the rest of Lost Dad Records if you're interested in local dance music because a lot of, as of now, unknown artists are putting their music out there, and I think that label is gonna be really crucial in the future for helping expose some of Salt Lake City's dance music scene. Moving on to an artist named Drive 45, which is one Jaden Clark. So, I saw... Drive 45 a couple months ago play at a Diabolical Records show, which is how I got turned on to this artist. And I was so unprepared for how awesome the show was going to be. Jaden Clark is really young. Like, I think he might still be in high school (laughs) even or something. And I guess I was just not prepared for how good his music was going to be and how great his personality was and how, one, at such a young age, but also it doesn't seem like he's been releasing music much earlier than this year and it was pretty cool to see how defined of a musical persona he already has figured out and I mean that comes through great on this track it's from his EP called Have You Seen Me which actually got picked up by a Bandcamp label which is really cool and the track is called Queasy and Right away, you just get this impression of how colorful and 80s influence this music is, but it takes these sounds that are really applicable to that decade and kind of just mashes them all together. There's so much going on at one time in any Drive 45 track, but It's just so perfectly placed. The sounds just bounce off each other in perfect rhythm. And it's all so well put together. And his voice is so kind of like flirty and playful. And you get a really great mood from these tracks. They're really, they're just fun. They're very easy to listen to and really great to kind of dance along to. So one, Catch a Drive 45 show if you can, because he's a wonderful performer and his show was so much fun and listen to this track called Queasy. Okay, Queasy, by Drive45 from his second EP of the year called Have You Seen Me? Totally just in control of the chaos there. It's a really unique thing and really awesome. And that's those three tracks that I wanted to play for the electronic music section. And I'm going to finish out with three rock and pop tracks that I was interested in from local artists. The first is an artist named Zone Kid, and they have a a good amount of albums out. Again, another Bandcamp artist who's leaving their identity very obscure, as a lot of internet artists are apt to do. And this is from their 2017 release called There Are A Lot Of Thunderstorms I Have To Go Through To Get To You, and that's in square brackets. This one kind of caught me off guard. I only got into this release in the last month or so, and I'm a little upset because it would have fit really well in that hypnagogic episode I did last month. But whatever. This track is called Square Bracket Baby, period, Square Bracket, colon, colon, Girl, I Want You. All of the track titles use really weird punctuation and kind of like internet speak, I guess. But what's really cool, other than this cool aesthetic that Zone Kid kind of has going on, is the music. Each track will kind of go through multiple sections and have different parts to it, and some of it can be really catchy. Like, the beginning of this track has this really kind of glitchy, lo-fi rock groove and these really low-key whispered vocals, and then it'll kind of go into something else, and then it ends with just very ambient, almost non-music sounds, and that's so cool, I think, when artists can move in between really disparate styles in a way that seems connected, and the mood is what keeps all this connected. It's very low-key, very pleasant, dreamy, and I don't know, even though I can't really understand the vocals, you do get this sense of longing from them, and that's helped by the track title and the general aesthetic of the album, which seems very heartbroken and whatnot, but I don't know, just how there's all these glitch sounds and a lot of skipping and kind of broken music sounding. It's like digitally broken and that all just flows together and keeps this seemingly fractured track all compact. So here is Baby Girl I Want You by Zone Kid. okay baby girl i want you by zone kid some super great moody lo-fi music there Moving on to some more great lo-fi music, but in a totally different vein, with Tongue from their new album, Administration. This is such a cool pop album. It has such a unique character. It's so funny. It's so greasy. You just get this sense of grime and laziness. Really kind of a slacker attitude from Administration and that 's not a negative thing i 'm saying I think it 's very intentional, and I think muzzle tongue does it super well and This track is my absolute favorite from the album it 's called Elodia and Any fans of Ariel Pink I think will get a lot out of this track and the album at large there 's a lot of that artist 's humor and really disjointed songwriting style within this. But there's just so much use of great instrumentation. I love the trumpet line that comes in in this song. And I love the synth grooves. And just the general feel of it is so great. And on top of it all are some of the best vocals I've heard on a rock song in a while. Because they have so much character. They're just so low and very downtrodden. And this one moment in the song that all year when I've been listening to this. I just laugh every time when the singer just yells, where you been, space dream queen? It's not even that funny or anything, but just in the context of the song, I think it's just perfect. I think it's a very well-composed, goofy, lo-fi pop song. So here is Elodia by Muzzle Tongue. Puzzle Tongue with Elodia from their album Administration. Definitely check that out if you're looking for some light-hearted, but very well-made pop music. I only have one more for some good 2017 local music, and that is a band named Pigamichi, and from their new album Santa Rosa. Pigamichi is Steven Stallings, Johnny Stallings, and Natalie Stallings. Pretty family band, apparently. And this album came out pretty recently, so I'm still sifting through it and listening to all the tracks, but this is an immediate standout. It's this track called Plastic Honey, and the group has a really cool kind of unique sound. They move between lounge jazz, maybe some free improv, but then there's a lot of weird time signatures and really intense rhythm and harmony that you know seem almost like prog rock influenced. And I think anyone who likes Wolfpack, or bad bad not good or you know any of those kind of instrumental jazz hip hop whatever whatever you will call it bands will get a lot out of this Pigamichi record so definitely check that out if you're looking for something like that but again i think more than those two groups and more than a lot of groups working in this style pigamichi has this Really intense composition process that seems to be going on, where they'll just move through all these sections, and it seems like everything is so delicately placed, and there's so many really strange lines that like run through time signatures, and it really gives their tracks this very complete feeling. You get the sense of how much time was put into the writing when you listen. This track, Plastic Honey, starts with this pretty smooth pretty low-key section, and then it gets really noisy and then goes into the rest of the track, which is very jittery, very rhythmically complex, and the lyrics on top of it all are really awesome. The singer, Natalie, you know, she has these really absurd things to say, and they're kind of silly. I don't know, I almost get the sense that these could be almost children's songs, but eh, no discredit to them, because it's wholesome and good, but it's also such well-composed music, and such well-performed music. I mean, to keep all these parts in their head, and to keep on top of all the beat shifts and all the weird melody lines and rhythms is, is really a task. So I hope you enjoy Plastic Honey from Pigamichi. michi with plastic honey from Santa Rosa, really fun, really cute, enjoyable music there, okay, and that's all I have for this episode. I hope you enjoyed checking out some great, great local music from the year. Just want to plug way more importantly than national or international music or whatever other music you listen to on streaming services and stuff, it's so important to support local music. Go to shows, buy albums, get involved because a lot of artists don't have the labels or the booking companies or just the financial means to promote themselves and kind of do the things that a lot of well-known artists can do. But that doesn't mean they don't want to get there and that doesn't mean that their music's not good. So definitely give the Salt Lake music scene some love and hopefully this has inspired you to do as such. Next month, I'm coming back with an episode, and I'll play and talk about my 10 favorite albums of the year, some more local music there that I didn't play on this episode, some, you know, national, international music, all sorts of stuff from those 10 albums, but look forward to that, and thank you for listening, and thank you again to the forum, and like I said, no Spotify playlist, but go to Bandcamp and check the artists out. All right. Thank you.